Hi, welcome to Cycling Talk podcast with me, Georgia Mahoney. You can find my podcast on Spotify, Acast, Buzzsprout, Podbean, Apple Podcasts and all the usual podcast places. And check out my Instagram and Facebook at cycling.talk.podcast and Twitter at cycling underscore talk. Today, I'm joined by the founder of the charity, The Bike Network, Adam Froggett. I recently learned about The Bike Network through my mum's friend, Lisa, founder of local charity, Chemo Hero. Lisa has terminal cancer and Adam recently donated a bike to her husband, Rob. It's meant that Rob and their son, Stan, can get out and ride together. I've asked Adam to come onto the podcast and tell me more about the charity. Thank you for joining me today, Adam. Thanks for having me. So what's your first memory of being on a bike? Oh, probably when I was in primary school, maybe six or seven years old. I um, got given a bike for my birthday and never even rode a bike probably until until then. So I didn't even have stabilizers. I remember my dad and my granddad trying to hold me up going down the road, learning how to cycle. So uh, yeah, that's probably my first, um, my first memory. And did you do much riding on your bike when you were a child? Uh, yeah, I was out on it pretty much every day, to be honest. I've got a younger brother, so we were always out on our bikes together. Um, and then, you know, just going around the local area, we're quite blessed really being down here in Devon, that literally you're a few minutes from the sea, the opposite direction, you're a few minutes from the mall. So there's loads of places to go out on your bike. And do you remember the first bike that you were really excited about? That will definitely be. Um, I treated myself when I got the all clear from bowel cancer. So it was probably about two or three weeks after I received the all clear from the oncologist. And we had some money saved up and I bought myself a S-Wax Tarmac. Oh, wow. Um, which was, I was uh, like DI2, um, Durace and deep carbon wheels. And it was a, a Olympic edition. Uh, that they only made in 2016 and the color of it changed so it was bright orange but then when it got hot it turned yellow which was quite cool cool. um so i used to leave it in the conservatory because living down in devon it's always like sub 10 degrees so you never saw it change (laughs) but we went on holiday once to mallorca and i assisted on taking the bike with me just so i could see the color change naturally um and then when i packed up in my bike box got it all the way there and i realized i forgot my seat clamp and i ended up having to rent a bike anyway (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I never to ride it. Crazy. Oh no. So obviously we're here today to talk about the bike network. Before we chat about what it is, can you tell me about what inspired you to start a charity? Yeah, definitely. So um basically in 2017 I was diagnosed with stage three bowel cancer. Um and I was quite overweight, quite unfit, and I wanted to get fitter for uh, upcoming operations. Mm. And um, I decided to give cycling a go. So I, I, we had a little bit of money. So I think I bought, it was £140 off eBay, a B-twin road bike. Always wanted one. And I thought I'd give it a go. And to be honest, I've never looked back, never put a bike down since. Mm. And after my uh, all clear, and I wanted to do some form of fundraising to kind of give back to the people that, helped me recover um so i started fundraising for cancer research and i organized through work we done like a 24-hour static cycle where we covered 884 miles between like a team of three people um so we've done that for 24 hours uh ran marathons i've done an ultra marathon um which was a 62 mile run in one go 
I've done the Royal Marines Triathlon and in total I raised about £15,000 for cancer research. Really good, yeah. Um, but then when lockdown struck, I always tried to do one thing a year and then along come 2020 and there was no fundraising whatsoever and I kind of still wanted to do my form of giving back and I thought what better way than helping people that were in my situation get fit and help their rehabilitation and prehabilitation is so even before treatment um, and supply bikes free of charge to help people on their road to recovery. And how old were you when you were diagnosed? 27 so yeah really quite young. So what do you think is most important to you about the charity? Just making sure that people are out on their bikes having fun really. I mean you know it's one of those things that everyone, everyone says you know, getting fit during treatment or after treatment is such a good way to recover. And not a lot of many people think that it would be because, you know, I remember when I was having chemotherapy and that the last thing I wanted to do was go out for a run. But, you know, if you can try and tie in some sort of physical exercise with friends or family and once you're out on a bike, it's so free and just being out on the fresh air, it's so enjoyable. You don't actually feel like you're doing exercise. Mm. Um, and it's not just the physical aspects of the benefit of cycling, obviously the mental health side of things as well. Yeah. I, even though myself physically now I am okay, I still suffer a lot when it's coming up to um, appointments or scan results. Um, and sometimes you just feel a little bit low and just getting out on the bike and being out in that fresh air, you can all sort of lose yourself just in the moment really. And it really, really helps my, my mental health and getting out with my wife and my little boy as well. He's got his yeah. little balance bikes and he's scooting along and, yeah, it's just brilliant to do is with your family too. How did you come up with the idea of the bike network? So really, it's, I never really expected it to grow into what it is now so soon. Yeah. I, we're kind of at the stage at the moment where I thought we'll be in like two or three years. Um, but I think we've kind of tapped into that area where there isn't much support for patients or survivors of cancer, even though like uh, the NHS provide quite a lot of advice on uh, physical exercise. There's no actual physical support to help people through their treatment or after treatment. Um, and I just sat there one day, really, just thinking what I could do to try and help people that were in the same situation as me. And going through treatment, as well as obviously, you know, a lot of the time feeling like rubbish. You know, finances are always such a worry because a lot of the time, you know you're too ill to work and the last thing you're going to do is go out and spend a couple of hundred pounds on a bike and a helmet and lights and everything else that you need so really what I wanted to do was create something that broke down the barriers and gave that patient or that survivor of cancer everything that they needed to be able to get out and and have fun on a bike so that, that was the idea behind it really and so the bike network was born and can you tell me and my listeners what the bike network does yeah, so basically um, where we are at the moment, we are linked with several hospitals down here in, in the southwest um, and basically anywhere from a pre-op appointment, so before a patient's having their, um, their actual operation to remove uh, any cancer, all the way up until appointments after for their checkups. Um, basically, we've sort of got leaflets and posters and all the doctors are aware and we're dotted around the hospital. Um, and they can apply for a bicycle to basically get them on the road to recovery. Um, they then apply via our website. I get in touch and um, find them a bike that's suitable for them. So whether that's a mountain bike, 
um, a road bike, a hybrid bike, depending on what type of riding they're doing, we try and tailor it to their needs um, and obviously their height. And what we also like to try and do is tie in their direct family members. So during my own cancer journey, I've become very aware of the fact that it isn't just the person with the diagnosis that goes through it. We were in a sort of a position where my little boy was only two months old when I was diagnosed. So not only am I, you know, on the sofa, not feeling well, my wife's having to care for me and our two month old son. So she's obviously bearing quite a lot of mental strain as well as obviously me um, going through the physical side of things. So it was really important that I try and tailor in that direct family member um, aspect as well. So whether that's the person with a diagnosis, getting a bike as well as maybe their children or their, or their brother or sister or, or their mum or dad, really. Where do you get the bikes from? So a good majority of them are actually uh, donated bikes. Uh, oh. So when you, when you go onto our website, you can actually click on the recycle button and you can donate your bike um, or parts or accessories. Uh, and then I actually went through and done a bike mechanic qualification and I refurbished the bikes um, before donating them. I've probably got about 50 or 60 bikes in stock at the moment, much to my wife's disgust, because I've got them in the conservatory. I've got my garage is full. We've got a workshop that's absolutely full. So I've probably got about 50, 60 bikes in stock at the moment. But every now and then we'll get an application for something quite specific. Um, so we've done ones for uh, a three-year-old girl um, in London that actually had a type of thyroid cancer. And I didn't actually have any bikes for a three-year-old, 12-inch reel with stabilizers. So we actually went out and purchased a bike specifically for her, yeah. um, as well as a lady who had breast cancer was struggling uh, to lift a bike onto a bike rack. So we got her a folding bike. So it was quite easy and compact that she'd be able to put into her boot and obviously go wherever she needed to go with it. Yeah. Um, so even if it's something that we haven't got at that moment in time or un- unable to get donated, um, we are then able to source that through the fundraising that people take on on behalf of the charity and those funds then go towards uh, purchasing bikes or parts to get those bikes back to patients and survivors of cancer. So where do you work from then? Well we initially started in my garage yeah. and quickly outgrew that to the point where I was having to move like 10-15 bikes out of my garage just to be able to work on one and then it would start raining it was, it was an absolute nightmare but um, luckily a local business come to our aid um, and they had just moved, they had like a, a two-story um, shop and they stopped using the top floor um, and they've given it to us completely for free, which is quite oh, cool. Really nice. So um, other than having to carry bikes up and down the steps, which do keep me fit, um, we got a, a great area that we can work on with those space, which is fantastic. And do you do this alongside another job? Yeah, so I work for BMW. I'm a service supervisor there, so I'm like kind of, second in command of the actual workshop side of things. Um, so I'm there sort of 7.30 till five, Monday to Friday. Um, and then I run the charity on the weekends uh, with the odd weekend for deliveries and bits and pieces. Oh, it must be very busy for you. Yeah, it is a bit. I mean, it's coming to the point now where, you know, we're, we're, the, the charity's busy enough to go full time. So just trying to put a few things in place really where we can start moving that forward. And where do you deliver the bikes to and do you do it all yourself? Yeah, so the bikes are delivered pretty much everywhere, to be honest. I've had them go as far as Land's End all the way up to Leeds. Um, so we are registered as a UK charity. Anything sort of Cornwall or Devon-wise, um, I deliver myself. Um, it, it's great to, to meet the applicants. And it's actually, as much as I love working on bikes and riding bikes, it's actually my favourite bit as what, of what we do to actually hand that bike over uh, to the new owner. And the only thing that is better than that is when you get a message saying, you know, 
I've been on this ride today. It was absolutely awesome. They'll send me a picture of where they got to. And it's just fantastic to see them being used for exactly what we, we wanted them to be useful. Um, but yeah, it's, at the minute, it's all done myself. And it is pretty busy with collecting donations, refurbishing them, delivering them. Um, one thing we've also started to do to try and help fund the charity is uh, running like an online charity shop. So we've had quite a lot of people come forward with like old cycling clothes that they don't use anymore. And then that's uh, sold on our eBay charity store to help fund um, more bikes, more parts and keep the charity going. Yeah, it must be really rewarding, though, handing over that bike. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's literally my favourite thing. My wife, it's one of those things, as well as like the person receiving the bike is really excited for the bike. Sometimes it's nice for them. And to be honest, it's nice for me as well to actually speak to someone that's been through a similar situation. Yeah. Because as much as obviously friends, family and acquaintances talk to you about the cancer and the journey that you've gone on, it's sometimes it's quite hard to actually have a conversation with someone that actually un- understands and has been through the same thing that you have. Mm-hmm. So even though like I'll, I'll get there and I'll spend five minutes talking about the bike, setting the seat high or adjusting the bars or whatever, we then spend about 20, 30 minutes talking about what they've been through, what they're going to be going through. Have I... Have I, um, you know, experienced this sort of thing? And like sharing our stories on the road is really quite rewarding to understand other people's points of view and how they've been through their treatment. And so who's helped and supported you? So we've had, um, we've got four trustees of which I'm one of that run the charity. Um, two of them are good friends of mine and that I've always done fundraising with in the past. Uh, the other one's my wife. And basically we run the, the charity together, make the initial decisions We've had quite a lot of local uh, businesses um, come come on board and help us out. Uh, there's a company down here called Revcomps who really sort of kicked the charity off. Really, it's a bit of an upsetting story, really, because that bike that I love so much right at the beginning, that S Works tarmac, I actually donated to the charity, and we auctioned it off to the highest bidder to kind of kick the charity off uh, financially. Um, so even though the bike new, I think was about eight grand, cost me about three three and a half when I bought it um, but they auctioned it off and everyone comes to the party and it raised just under 11 and a half grand wow, um, cool. for the charity so that literally was enough to go towards kitting out our workshop so we've got all the necessary special tools oils cables workbenches everything that our wheelchair and stands that we need to get the bikes ready um, also there's quite a lot of legal fees that were coming in with registering as a charity and company's house and running it um, like the admin side of things so that was instrumental really in the setup of the charity right at the beginning um, uh, where our work actually donated an e-bike uh, a BMW e-bike which is quite cool um, so that one's actually going on to be auctioned with the same company Revcomps they're still supporting us uh, so hopefully that'll be going on to raise some funds quite soon um, and then we've also got a local printing company and design company that uh, actually print all of our leaflets and posters for the that uh, go in the NHS hospitals and they do that completely free of charge as well which is phenomenal. Oh that's really nice. Yeah. So if people want to support you how can they help? So there's loads of ways to get involved obviously spread the word about us we're on Facebook so we're on um, at the bike network charity uh, we're on Instagram as well and you can just head over to our website read through our stories the people that we've supported and if you know someone um, that would benefit from the services that we offer, pass the details on and they can hit the apply button. Um, or you can donate uh, either bikes, parts, accessories, or even clothing, again, through our website. 
Um, or most importantly, if you are taking on any sort of fundraising, we're on Just Giving, we're on Virgin Money Giving and, you know, any sort of crazy adventures or even if it's just something down to a, you know, a virtual uh, coffee morning, then, you know, you can fund, fund, uh, fund us getting more bikes to people affected by cancer. I think that's really good how, um, how lots of people can help and will definitely be donating and helping your charity. Yeah, that's the one thing we want to keep it so open and lots yeah. of different ways for people uh, to get involved. So obviously the charity is going really well. Do you get much time to ride and how is your recovery going? So time to ride. It's one of those things with like being a bike mechanic is as well as obviously my normal job. Most of the rides that I do are probably just test riding bikes after I've prepared them. Um, I did last night do an hour's ride with um, the social like ride with the Swift Pro Carbon team, the UCI Continental team, which is quite cool on Zwift. Uh, but other than that, the majority of it is just like getting out maybe with the family on the weekend um, or if I cycle to work, unfortunately, at the moment. I wish I could do more, but it's just finding the time, really. I mean, recovery wise at the moment, I'm three years clear of cancer this month, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, one thing going through treatment, um, when I started uh, chemotherapy, I was meant to have three rounds of that. I only actually managed two because I had the chemotherapy wasn't working. I actually had an adverse side effect and the tumor grew um, quicker on chemotherapy than it was without it. So they stopped that instantly. And that day fitted me with a costume bag, which at the age of 27 um, was a bit something to get used to. Um, but I, I, I do still have a costume at the moment. That was meant to be uh, reversed May last year. Uh, but obviously that's another thing that COVID stepped in the way of and has been put on the back burner for the moment. But um, other than that, my recovery is going absolutely fine. But yeah, just one operation upcoming when that eventually um, does uh, sort of happen. Oh no, it's great to hear. When you do manage to go for a ride, where do you like to ride for fun? Um, so again, being down in Devon, uh, we amazing scenery down here. It's absolutely phenomenal. But I mean, to give you an idea... The hills are horrendous. It seems to be like either like the south of England is crazy hilly, the middle of England is nice and flat, and then it just gets hillier the more north you go as well. Um, but like even on my commute home, it's only like five or six kilometres. It's like 250, 300 metres of climbing. It's crazy. And um, just going around the hills and, and the, the ups and the downs of Devon and Cornwall is, uh, is awesome. So I spend a, quite a lot of time on the moors taking in the scenery and um, suffering horrendously on the climbs. So you mentioned that you've done some big events. Do you have an event coming up or an event that you'd really like to do? So we've got one coming up in May. We've got um, a quite a big solicitor firm in, uh, in Plymouth taking on a 24-hour cycle, which they've asked me to get involved with, which is awesome. Um, so we've got that one coming up. One thing that I would love to do, and hopefully is going to come off that we, we uh, literally talked about the other day and started planning, is... Cancer Research holds like a massive relay for life mm -hmm. where people can sort of walk around and raise money. And it's a massive event. Friends, family go, there's barbecues, there's music. And it's just sort of a great, uh, great event really for the day. And I was in talks with the man that runs the one for Plymouth and we're hoping to do like a cycle for life. Um, oh, really so cool. down, yeah, so down here we've got a velo park. So it's not quite a velodrome, but it's like a velodrome outside, which is really cool. So I'm really hoping that we can try and tie something in and have a similar race for life, uh, but with bikes, um, which would be great. And hope that at the Velo Park and even people without bikes can uh, come along because I'm sure my wife would love for me to get 50 bikes out of the house. 
and take them along to Torbay Velo Park and leave them there. Probably would be great for her. Yeah, I've actually been to Torbay Velo Park quite a few times and it would be a great facility to use. Yeah, so that was the first thing that popped into my head when we started talking about it. I thought that is the ideal place to go and uh, give it a go. So, yeah, hopefully that comes off. Yeah, if, if it does, I'd love to give it a go with you. Do you like watching cycling and what's your favourite race to watch? Yeah, I do watch it quite a lot. Um, it's got to be the Tour de France. It is the ultimate, um, the best one to watch. And, you know, just what they go through over those uh, those weeks is phenomenal. I can't imagine even attempting one stage, let alone all of those back to back. Yeah, it's amazing. And who's your favourite current rider? So that would be Alex Dowser. It's someone that I've spoke to via Instagram. Hopefully we might be able to do something with the charity. Um, but watching his win uh, last year in the Giro where he just yeah. broke away and just took it was phenomenal. Um, but obviously he's been through, obviously not the same as what, um, you know, not, not like cancer, but what, what he's done with his um, blood disorder and overcome and continue to, uh, you know, progress it with his cycling is amazing and obviously he's gone and started up his own charity with little bleeders um yeah. you know doing a similar thing so yeah and that's great yeah it was really great to chat to him about that and it was great to see him win the giro stage last year yeah i was a bit upsetting that obviously his uh, our record got postponed but hopefully we'll be able to yeah. do that soon and who's your favorite rider of all time super controversial Lance Armstrong but not because of his cycling but because of I, I when I started cycling I watched um, his documentary on Netflix mm. and the thing that caught me about him wasn't the cycling but the way that he compared his mentality in cycling with his battle with cancer yeah. and how he sort of looked at every little win and, and that that really helped me in my own treatment um so the way that he put it down was thinking about every every little blood test or every little scan just getting rather than thinking I'm going to beat cancer he's literally taking it step by step and that's something that I I used a lot through my own treatment and really really helped with with managing my mental health so yeah I definitely have to say Lance Armstrong. So as we said it must give you a great feeling when you've delivered a bike to a family when you drive away what's on your playlist? <laughs> I have got the most eclectic taste in music. I've got everything from like Alfie Bow to Motorhead, and it's literally anything that sort of comes on my uh, my playlist. I, I think obviously I delivered a bike to uh, your mum's friend um, quite recently, and I, I remember as I was driving away, I flicked my playlist on. I think it was like the Top Gun theme tune came on. I was like, oh, I'm not going to skip that. I'll listen to that. <laughs> yeah, so it's any anything that makes you feel good, really. <laughs> Thanks for chatting with me today, Adam. Oh, not a problem at all. I loved it. Thank you. It was really great to chat to Adam and find out more about the charity. If you want to find out more about how you can support or donate to the Bike Network, then you can find them on Facebook and Instagram at the underscore bike underscore network and on their website, thebikenetwork.org. See you on the bike.